0: Hi everyone, Chris here from IELTS Advantage with the latest episode of the VIP podcast. So in this episode, what I'm gonna do is draw upon some really, really interesting research that I was looking at that looked at the question of whether success, academic success, can be determined by habit. You can learn a habit which will help you be successful academically. And this is also related to linguistics and IELTS performance as well or whether you're just born with it like your eye color you can't change your eye color or maybe you could put contact lenses in but that's not that's cheating is it just a natural thing that you are born with or can you learn some habits and some strategies that would help you outperform someone who is seemingly more intelligent than you. And the research was really interesting, but very, very clear. If you take two groups of people, a group of people with extremely high IQ, and put them up against people with a lower IQ, but they have learned certain techniques and certain study habits, which group is going to win? Well, a lot of people might think, well, the geniuses are going to win, but it was very, very clear that the students who learned those strategies and applied those strategies to their learning outperformed the genius group, which is really, really significant for IELTS performance, I think. So. What we're going to look at are three things that you can do in order to improve your overall learning strategy. And this is not only applicable to IELTS, this is applicable to anything that you want to learn. And it was also really, really interesting to find because a lot of the the suggestions that the research made were, were things that we already found in our VIP group. So these are things that I have been saying for years and years and years are actually more important than even learning vocabulary and learning grammar and learning structures and learning all these things, which are important, don't get me wrong. But these, let's call learning habits, are even more important. So let's think of the first one. The first one is the, the group of students who were really, really successful, they set very clear and achievable goals, learning goals. So they said, I want to learn this specific thing by this time. And they were able to keep track of that. And they were able to make really, really good progress. Because compare that with, let's say you are a genius, and you're just like, "Um, I think I might want to learn this vague thing. Well, you're not going to be able to track any progress. You're probably not going to put any work in uh, compared to someone who wants to learn one very, very specific thing. And they track their progress and they hit that goal. And this is something that we do with our students. And the students who tend to set goals, what they tend to do is they will break their their progress down and they'll break their tasks down into simple, manageable chunks. So let's say, for example, they want to get a band seven in IELTS writing. Instead of saying, I want a band seven in IELTS writing, find out the exact things that you need to do in order to achieve a band seven. So let's say you need to work on, and this is just an example, like you might need to work on other things. Let's say you need to work on articles, prepositions, collocations, um, idea development and your main body paragraphs. So you set a goal of getting each one of those up to the standard that you need to get to and you set timelines and you tick each of those off. That's way better than what most people do, even if that person is better in many other areas than you who are just like, I wanna get a 6.5 and then they do nothing about it. So setting goals and achieving those goals is a habit that you should get into. It sounds really boring and it sounds like, oh, I'm going to have to do a little bit of work, but it will actually save you a huge amount of time because you're not going to fail the test. And if you fail the test, you're going to have to go back and, and do this anyway. So the second thing that the research found was something called metacognition. So what does metacognition mean? Metacognition means basically thinking about thinking. And some of the things that you, you would be thinking about, so... Not thinking about the actual grammar and vocabulary and structures and paragraphs and sentences and all that sort of things. Thinking about your thinking. So one of the questions that you could ask yourself is, today, did I actually achieve my goal? So let's say you're working on prepositions. Did I actually work on this? Did I achieve my goal? Could I actually use these in a sentence? Did I learn the rules of this? Did I practice it? Was I able to output sentences with prepositions in it? And by thinking about these things, you are going to make sure that you actually learn them properly. Another really good question related to metacognition would be, could I teach this? Could I explain this to a friend? Could I explain this to someone who was in the same position as me? And if you can teach this to someone else, you're silently ticking off all of the things that you need to know, because it's impossible to teach someone something if you don't know anything about it. So that's a really, really good question to ask yourself. And another question you could ask yourself is, do I need more input or do I need more output? Um, So input is normally when you are receiving the information, so watching a lecture, watching a video on something. Output would would be where you are actually practicing the thing or doing the thing. So, do I need more information, or do I have enough information now? And now I need to start doing the thing. For many people, they will consume. 99% of the time, they think that the solution to the problem is more information, when really the, the solution to the problem is to start doing that thing and more output. The other question you could ask yourself is, do I have enough feedback on this area? Uh, So let's say, for example, you are working on vocabulary. You might have no idea whether that word that you used is actually appropriate to use or is accurate. So you will need someone to give you feedback on that. And then thinking more generally about, am I focusing on the right things? Am I focusing mostly on my strengths uh, or, or am I focusing mostly on my weaknesses? If you are doing the things that you're already good at, it's kind of a waste of time. You do need to sharpen up and keep doing those things to a certain extent, but what most of your time, where most of your focus should be is identifying those problems. The analogy I always use, you've probably heard me say it a thousand times, is if there's a problem with your car, you don't buy a new car, you don't throw away your car. You identify the exact part of the car and you fix that part and then there's no problem. So thinking about thinking, metacognition is really, really important. And when you combine this with setting goals, I want to achieve this, this is what I want to achieve. And then thinking about whether you have achieved those is really, really powerful. And we actually do this within IELTS Advantage as a team here. So... Justin's sitting beside me one of the things I get him to do every Monday is to set goals for the week and then every Friday get them to reflect on those goals and think about whether they have actually achieved those goals and then think about what challenges do we have what opportunities do we have is there anything that we need to talk about and that is very very powerful and and helps the whole team. And that brings me on to the third strategy that you can have, which is reflection. So think about this. Have you ever been arguing, arguing with someone and you're in the middle of an argument and you're just talking nonsense and then you walk away and two hours later you're like, ah, oh, I, I should have said this point. Like th- that would have won the argument. Or you're like in the morning you're brushing your teeth or you're in the shower or whatever and an idea, a really amazing idea just pops into your head. And it was is normally related to like a problem that you had the day before or the week before and it just pops into your head. Often, when you are in the middle of a problem and you're trying to figure out that problem, like let's say you're working on writing an essay and you you learn how to write the essay and you're writing them and you're practicing them and you're getting feedback on it and you're writing more essays, it's very common for someone to come to me and say, I've wrote 100 essays. It's like, okay, step away and now it's time for reflection. This is really, really important. Once you step away from it and you step outside of it, then things become a lot clearer. So set your goals, number one. Number two, thinking about thinking, whether you've actually achieved those goals, what things you need to work on, what things you don't need to work on, and then step back from it a little bit. Leave it a little bit. Go and go outside, go for a walk, do whatever you want, and then start to think about it again and reflect on it. You're going to have a, a, a far better perspective on it. Within our company, one of the things that I do is I do this every Saturday and Sunday. On a Saturday morning, I'll get up and the first thing that I will do is I will think about all of the things that happened in the company that week. This is for selfish reasons also because I wanna go and spend time with my family and I don't want to have to worry about all of the things. Um, But then what I do is on a Sunday afternoon, I sit down again, so I'm thinking about all these problems that I have subconsciously all weekend and then on a Sunday, I plan out all of the goals for the week for the whole company. So that really does help both in your just your normal life, but for learning new things and developing new skills, that really, really does help. So three things, again, are goal setting, thinking about thinking, metacognition, and reflection. And if you do those things, you are going to outperform somebody who is might be more have a higher IQ than you or have better grammar and vocabulary and reading skills and writing skills, you will probably outperform them because you will have developed those skills much faster than them. So those are three things that I wanted to share with you. Um I'll link the the different um the research articles if I can in the in the show notes. Um but it's all I think one of the studies was from Harvard. Um And it was really, really interesting. I thought it was totally applicable. But the really, really interesting thing was these are things that I do myself before I even looked at that research. And these are the things that we've been advising students to do for years. And the students that do it normally really, really improve and develop their skills at a much higher rate than people who don't. Um, Because think about doing the opposite. No goals you don't think about anything at all, you don't reflect on anything, and you just ply ahead and just practice, 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 practice. That doesn't really help. So hopefully you find that podcast useful. And if you need anything, two things you can do. Number one, you can go to our main website, ieltsadvantage.com. So if you just Google IELTS Advantage, you can go and find our site where you'll find lots and lots and lots of free information. Or if you need our, our help with anything, feel free to email us, chris at ieltsadvantage.com. And you can get some help. We answer every single email that comes through. Thanks very much, guys. And see you again soon. Bye-bye.